having more episodes. Her schedules are finally clear. You know who else is doing more episodes? Parababble. Parababble, baby. Yay. I'm feeling very alienated. <laughs> I feel alienated from this group. Can you um, pause this while I go make a, myself a tinfoil hat? Hey, I did that last year. <laughs> me and my work? wife. Me and my wife put on tinfoil hats and we watched the movie Signs. <clears throat> did it work? No, it was funny though. What did your kids think about that? We're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with you. <laughs> wait, wait till they come. <laughs> Go stand next to the microwave. <laughs> oh, is that our entrance? And then we just kind of yeah, just, just like last time. <laughs> oh, so we're just like random now, I guess. Yeah, we don't really... Parababble. Another right. great episode. Yeah, Rob it... Jeff Ellison, Parado. Rob Jeff Ellison. Whoa. Mm. That's our intro now. Can we take the the letter first on our name? So we got R A J J A R. Jar. Jar. Arj. Jar. We could do Jar. Welcome to Jar. That would have been really cool, but that really wouldn't say what we are. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we're Parababble, or we're Jar. So. Jar. <clears throat> If anyone listened to the last episode about funerals. Why? <laughs> because it was awesome. Yeah. I thought it was really good. It was awesome. We stuck to our story. We're three people who are just going to talk shit and go about our business. And if we think it's funny, it's great. And if you guys out there think it's funny, that's even better. Because, well, we're funny to ourselves. Well, so. how else are we going to entertain someone for an hour and 47 minutes? We're going to talk about death. Yeah. What are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about, well, Little Green Men. Finally. Or Grays. Or yeah. Blues. So, <clears throat> Rob, Jeff, you guys are kind of alien obsessed. I don't know if I am so much. Oh, Not as much as Jeff is. Unless you're talking Mothman. Who has, is that the equivalent? He has ties to aliens on the Men in Black. Well, and we've touched on aliens here and there, but tonight we're focusing primarily on... E.T. phone home. Abductions. Alien abductions. Because I figure the only way we're ever going to get through discussions with aliens with the two of you is if we have a very specific topic, because I feel like there's so we much could talk, to talk about, about aliens for weeks on end. Even Probably. with this, I, I didn't know where to go because there's so much. Right. There is a lot of information out there about people getting scooped up and... Tossed around like a salad and then thrown back on the planet. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> Done. Yeah. And then you're just left on planet Earth going, huh? You might as well just be a, uh, a robot at that point. Just so, like, are alien abductions a real thing? They definitely have their points of being a real thing, I think so. Yes. Really? Why do you think it's some type of psychosis, some type of... Psychotic I don't know. Episode? I honestly don't know what to think They're about it. They're always like weird hillbillies from like... Yes, yes. Why does it always happen in the Midwest? Yeah. What are you talking about? Sammy Hagar. Biggest musician. He used to play a Van Halen. Had his own solo career. Still playing. He tells a story about himself being abducted. He He's got a lot of drugs in the 80s too, I'm sure. He came from <laughs> California, man. That's why. <laughs> I definitely think it happens because, you know, it's like you said, there's a lot to this topic, but 
if you think we're the only people or race or universe out there that is just, you know, we're us, you know. Well, didn't they just find another planet Earth? Yep. Yep. NASA's getting ready to come out. NASA's getting ready to come out and say, guess what? There's some shit going on that has the same been... makings of the, of what makes up our Earth. Mm-hmm. Atmosphere. I have no idea what planet ocean. or what it was, but I did read it because I read so much that I forget stuff. <laughs> There's just not enough room up there. This is not enough. Just room. like you read something, it pushes something else out. <laughs> it goes out the back door. You need a hard drive. <laughs> up there. I you need read, a hard drive. Let's you read go. about alien abduction. <laughs> you can't remember your your debit card number. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I gotta go to the bank. Oh, with that alien that came across the Western Hemisphere, it's like, uh. Yeah, that's pretty much how my my world works. I researched a bunch of stuff about funerals, and I can't remember when my birthday is. <laughs> I think I died. Um, yeah, I, I I happen to think that it is. You know, all these people just can't be having all these symptoms. I don't believe or not believe. I, I'm indifferent at this point. I don't know yet what I believe. Well, do you? Okay. Do you believe in UFOs? Mm-hmm. All these things that are going on, or do you believe it's government driven? Um, the conspiracy theorist in me wants to say that it's that there might have been something that happened at some point, and now it's all government. I don't think they keep coming here because why would they keep coming? Like they didn't learn the first ten thousand times they abducted people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Rob just silently sneezed, and it's like the craziest thing I've ever seen. I do believe your headphones came off your ears. It was the implant that just the like, aliens placed right in my nose. It was like, like that cartoon where your head just goes. <laughs> it was just so hard to ignore it. Sorry. Um, I so, put a lot of effort into making the sneeze silent too. I mean, because that's the thing, right? I mean, if they're so intelligently advanced and like they know so much more crap, why than would they want with us, stupid people? But yeah. why do they keep needing us? Well. What if they are us from the future? Oh, well, that's just dimension. So we're breaking away from the evolution change that we came from an ape? We're getting away from the abduction thing. Yeah, because like, what if we started as apes, now we're us, and then way in the future we become the aliens. And then... There it is, there it is, there it is. God bless you. Sorry, Allison. <laughs> Universe you. You could say bless you. Oh, that works? Yeah, of course it does. Well, I don't want to have that attached or any special meaning. Well, just don't say God bless you. It's not good for allergies today. <laughs> it's a bad day for allergies here at the studio. It is. If you open the window, you're going to get like about five inches of rain coming it, it in. It doesn't help. I'm allergic to chupacabras and Chewy's been all over this place lately. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll have to bring him some more treats next time so he heals. Yeah. I mean, he's hairless. You'd think it would, but he's still got some kind of dander coming off him. So oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, what were you saying? I don't remember. I sneezed and everything just <laughs> went out. out of my head. Oh, man. So we were talking about how they could be us just from the future. Oh, yeah, the future. from the future. Yeah. Because at that point, it's like thousands, millions of years in the future. And, so they're know, just time traveling back? Yeah, to learn about history. To, to steal people and probe them in weird ways? Yes. <laughs> well, you've read the... the, the <laughs> I just had a thought. Okay, go with it. Okay, so what if they are us from the future and they're doing these things with us, implants and everything, to sort of set the seeds to like slowly evolve us, but that so that we turn into them eventually. But here's the thing then. That's a time travel paradox. Because 
if we only evolve into them because they came back in time and implanted us with stuff that helps us evolve, then where does it start? Yeah, he's lost me. It's like the chicken and the egg. Which one came first? Time travel paradox. Um, They're stuck in a loop. Alien, wait, alien abductions. <laughs> <laughs> alien abductions. If you read, uh, is it William Cooper? Bill Cooper? His book? Beyond a Horse or whatever? Beyond a Pale Horse? Behold a Pale Horse. Yeah, behold him. Um, back in the 50s. Project Blue uh, Book. No, back in the go a little earlier. Um, Eisenhower? I like Ike. Ike? One of those presidents back then. Roosevelt, they s- supposedly set up a pact with um, aliens. They're allowed to do the visiting and blah, 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 blah. But they could use body parts. And they had, the U.S. had a pact. The government had a pact with aliens. And now this is coming from Cooper. Well, if you ever read his book, it's pretty hard to deny that this man had a lot of factual stuff in there. But at the same time... You know, some of this is coming true, but at the same time, he paints himself like he was a crazy man. And there is a ton of information on how we have the aliens come to visit us and use us for experiments and everything else. So, you know, I think the whole alien abduction thing is all about really how far you want to believe. That's what it comes down to. so many things. No, it has to come down to either you do or you don't. And Allison will be the one to say, I'm on the fence. I but am on the fence. I'm on the fence too, because there's just so many things that... Are you on the fence about ghosts? No. Why? Because I've had personal experience with that. So just because you haven't had a personal experience, but you can believe in a ghost, which most mm-hmm. a lot of people don't, or they until they have that experience, go, nah, it's not happening. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm one of those people that I'll believe it when I see it. So for me, somebody's got to come down and put the little tractor beam down there and be like, I don't know what they sound like. <laughs> and I have to be like, hello up there, little whatever you are. Yeah. I mean, I think that in, unless I had some kind of personal experience or someone that I'm close to that I trust <clears throat> says that they had a personal experience... Then I'm I'm gonna remain on the fence. We gotta go to a MUFON meeting. No, those no. people are weird. <laughs> wow, I like MUFON ish. No, I'm just kidding. But it's like anything. Yeah, I mean it gets crazy because people get obsessed. Well, if you don't get obsessed, you're okay. Just like with ghosts, though. Well, yeah. Too much of bad. anything is not a good thing. I always felt bad for the UFO people because they have no proof yet. Well, we don't really either, but... We're a little closer. I think we're closer to having proof about ghosts and spirits and things happening than they do uh, UFOs. Yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah, Yeah, they're not wheeling out an alien or, hey, look at... They're like, look at this video of this little light in the sky. But that's always been my thing, is that if we wanted to just stop the crazy rumors, if we had evidence, why wouldn't we just put it out there? Oh, no, we can't give away because we're learning secrets. We're yeah, learning trades. We're learning... If, if Roswell happened, what? That was, what, 50... 48, 47, 48? 49. Okay, 49. so whatever year that it was. Yep. I mean, you're thinking that was 60, 70 years ago. Haven't we learned everything we were going to learn by now? No. Why not just come clean about some of that, if it was really true? Well, a lot of people say that they reverse engineered all that stuff, and that's why we have things like Wi-Fi today. 
That's why we have Wi-Fi? It's one of the... Th- yeah, Wi-Fi. Really? We got that from, like, alien space crashes. I did not know that. I thought... Yeah. And among uh, other things. Especially if you look at, how, like, how rapid technology has evolved since then. From, like, when they said Roswell happened to now. Look at how rapid, like, technology boomed in that little amount of time. If you take, like, on, like the hundred years before that. Okay. Like take, Nothing was really like, going yeah, on. Yeah, take, like, 1840 to, like, 1940. Like, there are some things. Right. Well, yeah, the whole Industrial Revolution. Well, yeah, but... Steam but power? Now, yeah, but now, look at how look at how much more it is now. And look, with that, Roswell, look what they were saying about the the technology of that ship and the, the metal that they were using. It wasn't like anything that any of us could, on this planet, say, hey... Yeah, like, steam power is one thing, but look at, like, things like communication. Like, they had, like, telephones, kind of, you know... So, right, but now it's like like you could pick up a telephone, a couple inches big, and you could look at someone. So the technology you know, boom really took off. Yeah, in the public's eye, what we could get and we could see things growing. But I going back to what you're saying, the whole government thing, or um, the whole thing of uh, we've learned all this stuff. No, technology grows, and I think the reason we won't put that out there is because. It's almost like you're giving away secrets if you have any, especially. And I think it all, I think a lot of it revolves on purposes of having the upper hand over the world and when you come into wars and technology that these, which that I we get, use. But don't you think it's pretty arrogant of us to think that the aliens only came to the United States? No, they're all over the world, but so then don't, but there's places all over the world. The same technology? No, North Korea doesn't. Why? Because the aliens never went there? Nope. <laughs> Look, they don't have they don't have that um they don't have the technology that we do, but arrogant, yes, I think we're definitely arrogant, but all these countries are revealing all of this stuff cuz they're they can't explain it, but it's not harming them either, and it's if they're building arms or races and we're totally off this abduction thing right now. <laughs> yep. We're it's what we do best. You know, I think that's what we use it for. Be, because it's a U.S. always wanting to have an upper hand on everything that we touch. That's all there is to it, and I and I agree with your your thought exactly. I was like, well, why don't they just say what it is? Yeah, it's not our shit. Because of religion, people would lose their shit. Well, okay. So how many years have we heard? But the Big Bang theory has been proven at this point. That's not real. It's not real. Not they real. changed their answer again. Earth is flat. Earth. Let's not get on the flat Earth theory. I mean, they got that huge. You know, contrapery thing that can make them, you know, an atom, split an atom for crying out loud. The hydron collider. Yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's kind of hard to to keep saying that we didn't evolve from something, that there wasn't some kind of way that life started. And people are still okay with that. People because believe, it hasn't been people, put in their face. It there hasn't are still put... people that believe that dinosaurs didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm not even kidding. Again, where, where are people's minds? <laughs> but people truly believe that that's a made-up thing, that people mm-hmm. just found a bunch of like rocks and put them together in the shape of a dinosaur, and the, the dinosaurs devil. never actually existed. That was pre-K for them back then? Yeah, that's my dinosaur. But like, that's what I mean. You can have all the information out there that you want, and people are still going to believe what they believe. What? So I don't think that we're holding it back because of... Yeah, it's... but if Bleep Blarp from the planet... <laughs> Bleep Blarp. which is a real alien planet, by the way, injured cold came down. Oh, like, that's right. That's, that's real life 
aliens, in life, living beings in your face, like, as proof. That's probably why people freak out. Rather than, like, some dead dinosaur bones. You don't think for the last 20 years that the government and all these crazy conspiracy theorists have been prepping the world for some type of major reveal when it comes to aliens? I hope Every so. year, we get one step closer. The, the Pope recently came so out and said something. The Pope is saying stuff. That's right. Yeah. And they're saying 2017 was gonna is going to be a big reveal coming through. But they say that about it every year. But each year, it seems to almost have a little more... Uh, a little more um, information to it, a little more solid, something you can sink your teeth into. You know there's something happening. Well, this is what I mean. Like, WikiLeaks, come on. You can release, like, a thousand pages of top-secret information, but we can't figure out if there's a freaking alien at Area 51 or not? Well, it's because we can't get in there. We don't have the keys. But how do people get information like that in the first place, that they it's top-secret and they can't have? Leaks. It's more secret. That's what I'm saying. How do you keep that under wraps all this time? If there's not something there... You'll die. <laughs> the people have been threatened with their lives their families have been threatened I don't know the men in black I just don't get it, it. it's out there it's it's hidden there's there's actually um, um, area 52 by the way if you've ever it's one step above area 51 this is a little more concealed this, really yeah huh. yep, yep 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 did a little research on that the other day but that's all another subject so with this whole thing with abductions, if it really is true, then why aren't why aren't why isn't there an effort to silence people from talking about this stuff? Because ain't nobody gonna believe that bullshit. I think there is sometimes. They put it in front of your face. They put it out there as almost. I think. I think with this abduction thing or aliens, that I think that's put it out there as like disinformation, just to say, yeah, 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 it's not. It is. It is. It's not. And people don't know what to believe. I think it has such a reputation now where if you come out and say you're abducted by an alien, you're immediately, for the most part, people think you're crazy. So in the normal, in the norm, yeah. Already. But if you're, if you're in a group of people who have been abducted, they get it. They understand your point and where you're coming from. They're like, yeah, 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 you know. The thing that gets me about all this that kind of sways me more towards that there's got to be something to it is when people end up with these implants. That they get removed. How do you explain And that? they can't figure out what they're even made of. Yeah. It's they, a metal that's not even in, on yep. the elemental table. There's no incision marks where it went in. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I just can't, I can't dismiss as, you know, like that's boogity proof. boogity. Because, that's proof. Yeah. I mean, how does that happen? There's never an explanation for it. You know, this doctor who's how many mm-hmm. thousands that he's removed out of people. You know, it's a little implant. They have video of it, but again, where where do you get your true where do you get your true information from? That could be a crackpot. You know, just like you know, the guy, the doctors that invented that whole "I'm going to pull the cancer out of you" or your stomach, and they pull it right out of you, and it's a whole thumb trick and all this shit. You can do anything you want with the uh, a YouTube or an internet today, and say yeah, but this guy. There's there's something to it, and with it being examined, they can't explain this metal. And I'm sure, shit, if that's put out there, the government's knocking on his door going, okay, what is this? And, you know, they have it saying, look, it's not on, like you said, it's not on the uh, it's not on the uh, table. They don't know what it is. Could that be something that the government, again, here we go. Could that be something the government is experiment, experimenting with people? Saying, all right, we're ahead of the technology scale. 
all right, we're just going to put this in here and track well, you. And there are some weird things like that. I mean, when you can grow a body part in a Petri dish from a group of cells, mm-hmm. or you can use a 3D printer to create an organ, right? some of that crap is like really crazy and kind of mind-blowing when you think about it. Right. But I guess the, the part that I always get stuck at is why, you know? So, like, let's just follow this rabbit hole, okay? So let's say that you go to bed one night, you wake up the next morning, you think, like, you had some kind of crazy dream, you're feeling really fuzzy, you notice that the bottom of your feet are dirty, but you know you haven't been outside. This sounds like the first episode of Everybody X-Files. So... You are in the shower, getting ready to go to your job, and suddenly you find this weird bump on your arm that you never remember before. And you're feeling the bump, and, you know, what is this? It doesn't Mm -hmm. hurt. There's no incision mark. There's nothing there, but you can feel that there's something under your skin. So you go and go to your local doctor, and your doctor takes x-rays and sees that there's something there, and they're like, nope, can't figure out what it is. You know, I'm going to send you to somebody to have a biopsy done. They go and get the biopsy done, they cut the arm open, and out pops this little metal box-looking thing. How? Why? <laughs> this is the whole thing that doesn't make any sense. Like, there's got to be something to it. How does something like that happen? Because that is documented. Mm-hmm. People have gone through that exact experience, going to see their primary doctor in American Town, USA, normal things happening, you know? They go and they send it out for testing. It comes back. Nobody knows what it is. How is that not alien related? Is the government like sneaking into your house in the middle of the night and injecting you with something <laughs> for no reason for you, except for you to go and pull it out? Well, I think these people that are pulling it out are feeling it that it's just there's a reason why, you know, a lot of times people are actually feeling them because it's just under the skin. It's not like embedded in your chest deep enough where, but they're actually, you know, they can go, oh, that feels weird. Like you might feel a cyst, but it's hard or something like that. I I don't have an answer for that because like I said, it could be our government tracking us because we're almost to the point where we're going to be getting injected with, um, nanites. What? Nanites. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You can swallow a pill now with cameras in it and get a colonoscopy that way. So how come the aliens haven't upgraded their technology of implants? Microsoft be... hasn't got to them yet. Yep. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, no, it just true. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense either way then. Right. So then what do you do? Do you put, so do aliens come to you in your sleep or however this happens and, all right, you're a chosen one, you're a chosen one, you're a chosen one, thousands of these people and we're going to track you, we're going to follow you and then... You know what? Well, there's a thing then. Like, you know, those implants that we say, you know, they could be microscopic. What if they're not just tracking you? Maybe what if they're doing other things? That's the thing. You don't know what they're doing. What right. their purposes. So. Information, gathering information and they can they can read it. Mm-hmm. But what happens, say you have like, I don't know, a thousand of these in a, a vault somewhere in the, you know, in the <laughs> valley hidden in some government place or something like that, you know? I wonder if we could buy them on eBay. Oh, let's check into it. But it, right, what, what is the point? If there's nothing on this planet right now that says what's the point, right? the only thing I could just come to is, and even this is a stretch, that the government is doing this. 
Yes, but how how are you? But how are you? How are they getting it into you? Say you've never had surgery. Um, uh, what did you do? Ingest it. I mean, how does it get into you? Right. And people say that when they go to have these things pulled out, that there's no visible scarring from so where, where it was injected. So did you just like osmosis and right? <laughs> the alien came to you because a lot of the thing with the alien abductions is they come to you and it's more of a mental thing. But yet the work, the people remember having work done on them. They see the tools. But yet when they come back around, guess what? None of that is showing. It's almost like they pulled your soul or who you are into this other you know, sphere. That's a really good point. I never thought about that. People that claim that they've been probed or cut open or things like that happening. But there aren't any physical. I mean, they don't Not come back we know. the next day with scars or... <clears throat> well, the aliens, they have, you know, those methods to heal you but then why do they need to do that stuff in the first place if they're that advanced maybe they're curious wouldn't you be if we had the technology to like it's like high school when you're dissecting frogs yeah pretty much (laughs) put its little legs up (laughs) you know I don't know it's weird you said you can buy those chips on eBay I thought you could it was just a movie prop though (laughs) oh okay so they're not out there but we should really check into that doctor, and there's a ton of YouTube videos out there on this stuff, and it's the same guy who's yanking this shit right out of people left and right. Actually, people are going to him because they know if something's wrong, and that's what he's doing. He's actually getting them out of there. Now, I mean, okay, so let's say that you have some kind of you know surgery done 20 years ago, and they put rods or screws or plates or something in. Right. Like, could something happen where a piece of that breaks off and moves through your body? You know, yeah, I'm, I'm but, sure it could. But how many people, thousands of people, are having the same type of piece of metal coming out of them, like these little chips? Well, that's the thing. You know. Uh, it's consistent. To, to, to use another frame of reference, the government and building stealth equipment is 15, 20 years ahead of the curve. So by the time we see a stealth fighter of any shape, form, or something new, they've already had that tested for 15, 20 years before they put it out there to use it as a weapon or anything in that general, you know, capacity. So could this be them? You know, we've always heard, well, we're going to have chips in us soon. We're going to have chips in us. They're supposed to be doing it now in 2017. They do it in pets. Okay. So now is the government doing that to us? I mean, have we looked into, have we looked into, um, these people and all of their accounts of surgery or anything like that, how many of them had no surgeries at all versus surgeries where these could have been put in there without them knowing? It's so crazy, too. Like, I read an article, I don't know, a year or so ago about using the same technology that people have for pets with the chips on newborns when they're first born at the hospital. Well, that's what they're supposed to be doing. That's that's the big thing that... We're all at some point going to have to go to the doctors, and they're going to put a chip on you, and it's going to hold your your medical records. It's going to hold all of this stuff in a little downloadable piece. It could be good or bad. Well, it's definitely going to be bad. Well, just think like any kids that get kidnapped, you would instantly know. You'd be able to track them instantly. Anytime a crime was committed, if, if there's if it's a GPS thing too. Yeah. But I know it's going to have a lot of your information on it. So feels very minority report to me. Yeah. Yep. But again, I mean, are they were they doing this all along the way? You know, this is just their well, government checking. Well, they're already checking. tracking you through your phone. 
uh, your phone, your you know your your browser history, your um your Google's and your Alexis's Alexis. Yep. They're all they all got built in microphones. Even when they're off, they're recording everything. Mm-hmm. They got cases of um murders that happened and they pulled the records on that. Nobody knew that that government was listening to that and it was recorded, so that's how they get these people boned for murder. It, it's creepy, Nick. The ads that you can see, like, when you go online, you're like, how do they know, like, how that relates to something that just happened to me? You know, because it happens all the time. Like, if you see ads, like, especially on, like, Facebook. Do you ever see ads that pop up and you're like, wait a minute, Because everyth- everything's tracked in a big circle. Mm-hmm. And, you it's know, creepy. that's how, like, when you go to the store and you buy whatever and then you... You go home because they have your zip code. Next thing you know, the computer pops up. Oh, I wanted to buy apples. They're on sale next week. I bought them this week. Oh, shit. But the whole, I think, I I really don't know about these chips. I know the government wants to do it that way. I've heard stories. I've read a ton of articles on it. But are they really just doing it? Really? They don't have to put chips in us to track us. Everybody carries cell phones. Yeah, but that's but I'm saying more in the sense of a medical. This is Rob. This is Rob's blood type. This is what's wrong with him. Um, this is what he's had, you know. And can they implant that information into that chip as you go to a doctor's or something? I don't know. But there's an article out there that this uh, Graham C. L. Davies, a PhD, wrote <clears throat> um, five traits that could get you abducted by aliens. Uh-huh. And I, you know, this is such, like you said, it's such a, this is very vague to me. And I think just about everything we talk about when it comes to aliens and some of the symptoms and signs are very vague. Like his first, his first one is, um, you regularly experiencing sleep paralysis and hallucination when awaking. Um, many people who have reported alien abductions suffer episodes of early morning sleep paralysis. On awakening from the paralysis, their terror gives rise to hallucinations of flashing lights and buzzing sounds. Some experience feelings of floating around the room or seeing figures in the room. While many people interpret those post-sleep paralysis experiences as dreaming, some people interpret these experiences as seeing figures, ghosts, or aliens. Okay, so we get sleep paralysis. We've all woken up in the middle of the night and went, What? Just happened. You could have been coming out of a dream that you don't remember. You could be hazy, it's foggy. It's never happened to me. No. No? I've never had it. Have you, have you actually had it? No. Yeah. Maybe when I was younger. You all right there, Rob? Yeah. Bless you. <laughs> um, it's aliens. So, okay, sleep paralysis, we always hear that attached to ghosts. You know, you wake up or... And then you see, like, the figure at the end of the bed, and you're like, oh, no, no, or, you know, the, the demon over you, and you can't move, and it's really not happening. So, again, that's no, really, a very... it's just your brain wakes up before the rest of your body does. Right. It's a common occurrence. So, all right, there's one thing. Experience sleep paralysis. Okay, we can use that in other parts of the area. Tendency to recall false memories. How many of us say, oh, I've been here, I've done that? Um, I have a perfect one. When I was two years old, I was living in California, and we went to, what's out there, Disneyland? Yep. Mm-hmm. Disneyland. And I remember being on the sub, like from whatever that movie was, 2,000 feet below or whatever, and it goes down. 20 and has, leagues under 2,000 It has like the it. round windows. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So I remember going down, going down, and I see it, 
Come to find out, I was two years old. And I'm dumb as a box of rocks sometimes, so I know I didn't remember that. Eventually, I had a picture of it. They took a picture of it when we were there. To me, that's a false memory. I'm just remembering. I just, oh, yeah, I've been there. I was, I did that. You know, it was just a picture. I don't physically remember that. But tendency to recall false memories. In an elegant set of experimental studies, McNally and colleagues found that individuals who claimed to have been abducted by aliens were prone to know prone to what is known as false memory syndrome. That is, alien abductees regularly claim to recall words, items, sentences, etc. in memory tests that had never actually been seen before. If this false memory affects <clears throat> if this false memory effect can be generalized in autobiographical autobiographical that memories autobiographical. Yep. Um, then individuals who have claimed to have been abducted by aliens would be twice as likely to falsely remember things that have never happened to them versus the non-abductees. So basically, you got a false memory because you're sitting on it. Now you're waking in the middle of the night. But where it goes, um, like they say a lot of times that the, like I said earlier, it's not physical. Right. You know, you don't, it's like, here, we're standing at your bed, come here. You know, these people are on a whole other plane in their mind, whether it be their soul or body, whatever plane it goes to, it's not happening to us physically. So, you know, you, you could do this off on dreaming, hallucination, the sleep paralysis. I mean, how many times have you woken up in the middle of the night and just shit seems weird or you're off pace or something? Just, you don't know what you're doing. Like you said, your mind isn't you know, either ahead or behind the body and it's just some craziness. Even when you ghost hunt, you can put yourself in such a frame of mind mm -hmm. and you're in a different place at a different time and you could swear you just saw like, you know, I don't know, Jesus and the demon having like a cigar and you know that it, that happened. That happened. It's, it's, you don't know what your mind can create. They have high levels of absorption. Um, they, uh, well, fantasy, vivid imagery, this, the, what they see when they come out of this abduction thing is so true, so real. And the only way, they did a lot of testing, the way to pull this through is through hypnosis. Yeah, which is, mm. you don't know? I have a problem with that. Hypnosis? Yeah, because when you're in, when you're under hypnosis, you're in a very vulnerable and suggestive state. So I think it's very easy to be manipulated. Right. So how many times have you gone to Comedy Central, that comedy place, and they say, oh, we're going to take 12 people up on stage, and we're going to take their shirt off, we're going to get them to do this, and they're, they're under, but their, their power suggestion, mm -hmm. you know, it's hot, you're in Florida, it's 103 degrees, and you're like, the guy's turning red. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Very, I, very, yeah. Hypnosis is a weird thing. Like, I'm, I don't know. I just feel like it's too, it's too easy to... To manipulate people in, in that state. Yeah. Uh, you know, another thing, new age beliefs. That's another thing. Being whisked up into a space, up into spaceships by tractor beams or light sources is not something that happens every day, Rob. It's not? You take that shirt off right now, mister. It's Are 103 you know, degrees in Florida. My shirt. <laughs> of Bigfoot being abducted by an alien. Yep, in a tractor beam. Yep. <laughs> Nor is it something easily explainable within an existing knowledge of physics. Um, being subjective to imaginative medical procedures requires a tendency to accept 
unusual and non-mainstream ideas. This is also a trait possessed by alien abductees. They score highly on, on measures of magical uh, ideation and endorse new age ideas that encompass beliefs about alternative medicines, healing, astrology, and fortune telling. Some beliefs would certainly allow the individual to accept things happening to them that would be dismissed by existing scientific knowledge. Hence, it's 103 degrees in the Arctic. So, so you're, you're open. You're open to the new way of thinking. That's, you know, one of those things. I just, uh, there are so many tests out there that I looked up, and if anyone is really interested, I'm not going to get into this because it's like a book. Um, the Martin Stoner Study of Commonalities Among UFO Abduction Experiences. It's done by Kathleen Martin, and she took X amount of women and X, about, X amount of men and put them through subjects like test after test after test and she wrote a full report on this and what they came up with and you know you can go to her website kathleen-martin.com and it's a bunch of people who have been you know exposed to alien abduction and she really are really they, nails it are they part of um abductanon is that uh it's a real support group for people that have been abducted well, yeah, there's. I I saw something in passing on that. Yeah, there has to be a called, support group. Yeah, abduct a, abduct anon. You know, like Al Anon and like all Mufan. the. Oh, look at that! So, um, I came across some information from this support group. They actually have a thing published about how to tell whether or not you've been abducted by an alien. That's something good to know. So they broke it down by a couple of different things. So it's like at bedtime, on the road, during the day, wow. physical changes. So at bedtime, this is how you know that you've been abducted. You have chronic insomnia. You hear a tapping or humming noise just <clears throat> as you're dropping off to sleep. You may dream of aliens and UFOs directly, or you may dream of vaguely mysterious things like beings, uh, but not remember the exact details. But the beings have very large eyes. You have the feeling you're being watched, especially as you're dropping off to sleep. Or you wake up in the middle of the night because you think someone or something is watching you. You may even see one or more shadowy figures standing around the bed staring at you. Yeah, but... You sleepwalk. You've gone to sleep in one place and woken up in another with no explanation for how it happened. In parentheses, and alcohol is not involved. <laughs> I like how they had to make that distinction. The stepbrother, either. So. Yeah. <laughs> For the first few seconds or minutes after awakening, you are paralyzed and can't move your body. When you wake up and find small drops of blood on your pillow, and there's no explanation for how they got there. That's, That's happened to me. Has it? Yeah. Wait, I, I do have an explanation though. Usually. They injected the metal chip. You, you, you have a nosebleed? No. I usually like I shave my head right before I go to bed, and I cut myself. <laughs> And there's the big leader. Yeah. I was okay. like, oh, I thought I was taken by aliens. But. So if you're on the road, this is how to know whether or not you've been abducted. Um, your car breaks down unexpectedly with no explanation, often soon after you've spotted a UFO. You pull over to the side of the road, and the next thing you remember is standing next to the standing next to or driving your car. Hours or even days have passed, but you may have no memory of what happened. Your broken down car is running again, and you have no explanation of that either. 
Um, you have the sense that you have levitated or passed through solid objects such as doors or a roof, um, perhaps as aliens lifted you into their spacecraft. During the day, you see smoke, fog, or haze at a time and, or at a place where there is no logical explanation. Has that ever happened to you? Mm -mm. It's been foggy all of a sudden. You Did have explained you? no. You have explained um, an irresistible desire to walk or drive to a particular location where you believe something familiar yet unknown will happen soon. You may experience a heightened level of anxiety in the days leading up to the strange happening. So physical changes, you begin to get frequent nosebleeds and you don't know why. You have unexplained soreness or stiffness or a mysterious rash on one or more parts of your body. There may be evidence that your skin has been scraped and a sample taken. You find new scars on your body and have no idea how they got there. Uh, when you go in for your annual physical, your doctor finds strange tiny probes implanted in your body. How does he find those? Because you've really got a finger on the pulse then if he's finding those things, and you can't. Yep. You may have a dim memory of a very probing medical exam being conducted against your will. Probing being the key word. Mm -hmm. You may also have memories of having your head placed in some kind of restraining device or long needles inserted into your nostrils, ears, something like a drill into your skull. These sensations may be accompanied by a burning smell. Um, human medical examiners who look over after the fact find no such um, evidence that any of these procedures have taken place. So then after the fact, there may be evidence that the scene of your abduction has been staged to look as if nothing happened, but a few incorrect details might be noticeable. So for example, if you went to bed wearing pajamas, you may wake up nude or dressed in only your underwear with the pajamas folded up neatly and placed at the foot of your bed. That's a pretty big mistake. Oh my God. If that ever happened, I swear to God, I would freak out. I call bullshit. I'll tell you why. Um, my house, I like it cold, cold in the bedroom. So my wife keeps a heating blanket on her side. And she's going to kill me for this. But she goes to bed with her pajama pants and top. So the one morning she woke up and her top was off. Did she get abducted by an alien? I think she just took it off because she was hot. Did she fold it neatly and place it at the foot of the bed? No. Because <laughs> that would have been some... <laughs> of course I noticed she was naked up top. I was like, oh yeah! And I'm like, wait a minute. You had that on when you went to bed. When did you get up in the middle of the night and take that off? Because I'm a light sleeper. But anyway, okay. I'm oh, sorry. Totally off the topic here. Of... Yeah. But I get it, you know, I mean, some of this stuff could possibly be explained. Right. You know, like, if I'm hot during the summer, like, I'll kick my socks off while I'm sleeping and not be conscious that I'm doing it. Do you have socks on when you sleep in the summer? Yeah, sometimes. Really? Yeah. Because, like, if the air conditioner's on when I go to bed and it's mm -hmm. cold, and then, you know, like, it's on timed, so if it gets a little warm and I get hot and I kick off my socks, I might not realize that I did it until the next morning. Socks are explainable, though. Yeah. Your feet, you do, you move around at night, you don't think about it, yeah. but... How do you get out of that's your pajamas? A, How do you feet. get out of pajamas and not remember? <laughs> and then and wake up and go, and go, what? Feet. What happened? Like, I don't know. You're and then you're just like... <laughs> yeah, by the way. Just fold yeah. it up while you're at it. Yep. Um, you may even wake up in the wrong room of your house. Uh, if you were abducted in your car, you may find that items in the car or in the trunk have been moved around. 
Your ability to remember things suddenly becomes stronger, and you may develop a psychic power that enables you to see events into the future. That's cool. You suddenly get a sense of mission or a feeling that you've been chosen for an important purpose. Um, you don't know what it is. This often replaces feelings of low self-esteem that you had before the alien encounter. Don't you think a lot of what you've just read so far... Go on. Go on. Electronic appliances behave strangely when you pass by. Computers crash. Clocks lose time. Radio and TV reception is distorted. And streetlights go dark as you walk under them. That would suck. Yeah. Okay. You develop a new phobia of some kind. Did you suddenly become afraid of spiders, heights, enclosed places, crowds? The aliens may be to blame. You became obsessive-compulsive or develop addiction that you didn't have before. You become less trusting of other people, especially doctors, police, and other authority figures than you were before. You have an uncontrollable urge to take vitamins. That's a really weird Wait, specific. hold up. I know. My wife just bought vitamins. She's on a vitamin kick now. Uh-oh. You're really trying to... Are Make sure a case she... for your wife being abducted. <laughs> well, no. Abducted. Not, not to think about it. Like, she's waking up, her top's off. Uh, now she wants vitamins. What's <laughs> wrong? i got to start taking notes on this yeah. this episode. You develop a interest in UFOs, astronomy, or physics, or conversely, an aversion to being around other people while they're discussing these topics. She believes in aliens, but she doesn't believe in ghosts. Go on. So what this last little bit of information leaves you with is if this topic has unsettled you, fear not, uh, the St. Lawrence Agency of Adamande Springs, Florida sells a UFO abduction insurance policy that pays out $10 million with a double indemnity payment of $20 million. If the aliens insist on congenial visits, um, the cost is $19.95 plus $3 for same-day shipping. The policy pays out $1 per year for 10 million years or until the death of the policy holder. There it is. I'd love to see them try to prove that you got abducted by aliens. <laughs> okay, there's about five or six things in there uh-huh. that you can't rationally explain away. And some of it is very specific all of a sudden, which is like, where well, Street lights flickering, um, computer electronics, uh, clocks resetting, static on TVs. Okay, great. If you have a plate in your head, I get it. But if you don't and you're just normal like everybody else, then that shit, how do you explain that? But like waking up, your clothes come off, or this, or you see shadow. I mean, some of that stuff is one on one text ghost things that happen. Well, and I always think about the stories that you hear of people that take Ambien, and then they get up, and they go down to the kitchen in the middle of the night, and they make a full breakfast, and they eat it, and they put the dishes away, and they go back up to bed, and they have no recollection that they did any of that. You've heard those stories yep. about Ambien. People will like come downstairs, get in their car, <clears throat> drive to the grocery store, buy a loaf of bread, come home. Not have any clue. recollection. Well, that wouldn't they that did. fall under sleepwalking? Well, that's what I mean. Like it's hard you know, for me to say that how, this stuff is legit when something like that could really happen. Right, you can tag it right in. You tag it right into. You can make that fit in a lot of different scenarios. And we're so inundated with imagery from this stuff that is it is it possible that subconsciously that plays a part in things? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, if you have something happen to you and you feel like you've been abducted and you go for hypnotherapy. And they pull up some random memory you have of a Doctor Who episode or an X-Files episode or some other movie. You know, how do you differentiate between what's in your subconscious and what's really happened to you? And if it's an opportunistic therapist, 
Maybe, it's very easy to say. We'll tell you what. Maybe this is aliens. Maybe this is what they're doing. So we fit right in, and it can we as we sit here and generalize it away. That's what they want. That way, that's a perfect cover up. So, Rob, do you have some actual alien abduction stories? I do. Can we hear some of them so that we can see if any of these signs fit match? Sure. Ooh, we play a game. One of them did in yours. Oh, that's a so freaky. in this one particularly. So. A guy named John Salter Jr. and his son, John III. This is back in March of 1988. Ooh, recent. Yes. I was one and a half. They were heading to a, a speaking tour. <laughs> <laughs> they were, he was on a speaking tour of the southern states because he was a faculty member of the University of North Dakota. So, a reputable guy. Not like Farmer Bob... Right. In the Midwest. Well, I got my shotgun out and yep. shot the cattle. So him and his son, they're driving down Route 61, and about after an hour, they realized that they were going in the complete opposite direction all of a sudden. They didn't know what happened in the last hour. Lost time. They're going somewhere they didn't know. So there's, there's your thing there. The next day, they uh, couldn't remember where that hour went, and they're driving again, and a UFO appears in the road above them. So this triggers memories of what happened the day before. Uh, the same UFO stopped them. And they got out of the car, and they were approached by several small aliens and one tall one. They described these beings as half-human, half-alien. There it is. So they're hybrids. Um, where was I? Hybrids. Hybrids. They were afraid, but they also felt that they would not be harmed. And then they were led onto the UFO. So as they're walking to the UFO, John tripped while walking there, but he said that a strange force caught him and prevented him from falling to the ground. So these are friendly aliens. They were in a large room once they got on board the, the spacecraft with curved walls and were seated in examining chairs. John was examined by the aliens and had an implant inserted into his nostril. He said it did not have any pain associated with it, as well as uh, injections into his neck and the top of his chest. He felt sort of a bonding with the aliens, like they were DNA helping him. Hmm. So after this, both of their overall healths improved. Uh, John's hair grew back faster and thicker. So really? This is our... <laughs> this is where we chime thing in? we need to do because... It's a little thin on top, yeah. Yep. Um, also, he had a scar on his forehead that actually faded away. And he also managed to quit smoking without even thinking about it. So, these aliens helped him out in a positive way. So, these are positive aliens. That's why I wanted to share this story. Because they're always, like, probing people with shit. And, you know. <laughs> they, they always get the bad rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we get one like a like a lucky rabbit's foot we can just put on our keychain. Yep. And his experience... Kazoo! I'm yeah. sorry. It was made into a TV movie called Visitors from the Unknown. What? Visitors from the Unknown. 1988 movie. CBS. Hmm. Oh, CBS movie? Boo. Yep. And then, of course, I didn't write any notes on this. The most famous, probably, alien abductee that there is, Travis Walton. Fire in the Sky. Oh. I got this, his book here. 
It weighs about 75 pounds. Did you read that whole book? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Travis. Sorry, Travis. I got this book from Travis. He creeped me out. <laughs> what the shit was that? <laughs> I think it was the aliens. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a little freaky. It wasn't me. It wasn't me either. That would be my phone. <laughs> and that is my ringtone for a text. How cool is that? It's Travis, he heard me. That was so perfectly timed, too. <laughs> but anyway, just to kind of summarize his story, Travis like worked in the woods with a group of guys. He worked in the woods. <laughs> he worked in the woods. He did like tree stuff. <laughs> he did oh, <God>. stuff. <laughs> and one day him and his friends saw like a UFO in the sky that looked like fire. And so they all like got out of there, but Travis got left behind. He got abducted. And you know, his friends went back into town. And it came to the point where, you know, he's he went missing then because he was abducted. And, you know, his friends were telling the story. Nobody believed them. He was missing for like days, wasn't yeah, he? he was yeah. missing for several days. His friends were at the point where they were about to like charge them with murder. It got so bad. But then he just mysteriously reappeared. And he had this crazy story about how, you know, he was he spent the time on the alien spaceship and you know, and they just returned him. I know the, there's the movie, Fire in the Sky, and from what I've heard, from what Travis says, the only difference between what really happened and what they showed in the movie was the whole alien abduction part, which in the movie is scary as shit. Yeah, it is. First time watching it, yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> we won't warn you with any other parts is, if you haven't seen it. Apparently that part is 100% false, and it was a little more laid, it was a lot more laid back. Well, I went to see Travis, um, and he was out of the community college doing a, a speaking tour, and he's very dry about his approach, but someone asked him, you know, the, the natural question of how close is the movie to what really happened, and he said Hollywood really did a good twist job on it because that's what they're, that's what they have to do, they have to make money on it. So some of that stuff they really booted up a lot, but you know, with his book and stuff, he's saying that's you know pretty much dead on how it happened. So for three days, what did they do with him? Did he just hang out on the spaceship? Well, from what I remember, he met with them. Um, I'm trying to find. He said that actually the aliens they like some of them didn't even look like aliens. They just like like people with space masks on, mm-hmm. and they were like gold people and stuff like that but it wasn't anything I mean sounds like... very flesh Gordon well yeah. if you, let's think about that okay that could be a dream sequence right you know but ending up in a, a telephone booth three days later and what's going on you know you know with the... obviously something happened to him right and you're in the middle of nowhere so did these did his friends just say, you know what, screw you? But that still doesn't make any sense. You know, they went through the whole polygraph test too. Yeah. And they passed, right? Yeah, I believe they yeah. did. Yeah. So, you know, the whole alien abduction thing is just 
is it a is it a mental psychosis thing? Is it a physical thing? You know, you get like you said, you got the little chips. You got people who go up, but they're in this another state, um, you know, of being, and things are being done to them, and they come back, and and now there's even stories that there's there's uh, aliens down here now that are posed as humans, and they're training certain individuals, certain humans that can take on this responsibility to, to prepare us for a big outcoming of, you know, hey, we've been down here. We know what's going on. But again, like you said earlier, Allison, what do they want with us? Right. What do they want? I mean, like, I, I came across a couple of abduction stories, and these are, you know, I mean, your typical kinds of things. So, like, there's this one about 1976. Four friends are on a fishing trip, notice a bright light over the water. They canoed out, flashed their flashlight, thinking it was a distress signal, then blacked out. When they woke up at their campsite, none of them had any idea what happened. Afterwards, all four reported identical nightmares. They saw beings with long heads and necks and insect-like fingers probing their bodies for skin and fluid samples. All the men passed lie detector tests and were determined by psychiatrists to be mentally stable. So they're definitely seeing something. Right. Something's definitely going on out there. You know, these people say, oh, I've seen spaceships come out of come out of large bodies of lake water and stuff like that, or oceans. What is going on? Why are people seeing this? What, you know... Jesse Long, he claimed that he had been abducted many times since childhood, beginning in 1957 at the age of five. Um, he recalled the details of his abduction under hypnosis. He claimed he was examined by the aliens who took him and inserted a mysterious object into his leg. Uh, horrifically, he also said he was forced to have sexual relations with a female alien. Hillary Porter said she'd been abducted many times over the course of her lifetime that she could count. She was first taken at five also while she was playing outside. Suddenly, there was a reptilian alien in front of me, reporter, Porter told the mirror. It had scaly skin, black holes for the nose and a little mouth. It wasn't tall, maybe five feet strong. Maybe five feet tall, but very strong. Um, it grabbed her arms and pulled her towards a disc in the depression in a field. It dragged her underneath into a lift and a door slid open. Inside, Porter claimed that aliens stripped her and forcibly inserted a probe in her body. She said she had a metal implant in her ear to this day. So those two just weren't sample platters. Those were like the real deal. They kept coming back for more. Donna and Clayton Lee, uh, both the Lees, uh, they're a Texas-based married couple, appeared on The O'Reilly Factor in, 26, in 2006 um, to discuss their lifetime experience with alien abductions. Donna remembers taken by, being taken by slender, blonde, humanoid aliens into a cold metal room. They had trouble recalling details, but after seeing a um, hypnotist... Clayton remembered screaming, stop touching me. I mean, I don't know. If you're going to go on the O'Reilly factor... Look what that would have got him today. No. But um, you know what I mean? If you're willing to go public about it, you're obviously opening up yourself for scrutiny. Oh, yeah. So one of the most... Were you done with your abductions? Yep. So one of the most famous and earliest American stories of alien abduction um, was Betty and Barney Hill. Mm-hmm. So the married couple living in New Hampshire, 1961, claimed they encountered over a dozen extraterrestrials while driving home from Niagara Falls the night of September 19th. Uh, they spotted a strange object in the sky that followed their car down the highway. Scared, Barney sped up until the couple heard a beeping sound and blacked out. They heard an identical beeping sound and woke up about 35 miles south of the location that they had first seen the UFO. They had no idea how they ended up so far away from where they started. 
Um, Betty brought out a psychiatrist who placed them both under hypnosis. While in the trance, Betty recalled seeing the aliens, about 11 or 12 of them, humanoid with cat-like eyes, long slits for mouths. They allegedly dragged her and her husband onto the ship, where she said they inserted a needle into her stomach, which they told her was a pregnancy test. Then they extracted sperm from Barney and spoke briefly to the couple and returned them to their car. What did they say? It doesn't say. Um, buy the book. You know, so, yeah, you gotta buy the book. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't... There are a lot of familiar patterns in some of these stories. There like are. the driving and stuff like that. But it's like big... How do you... Exp- uh, see, I think that's even more random. But you know what I How mean? do you end up driving 35 miles the other way, yeah, passing out, weird. not knowing what you're doing? And you just had the other story of the guy going, like, the other way. Yeah. And they, was... they realize, okay, what are the chances? So now you have to go through all this testing. Um, did you do LSD? Did you do this type of drug? What's your mind and body like? What's the sound? Okay, well, you're absolutely normal in all of our testing or, you know, our... Um, you know, what we considered our level standards here. I almost so feel something like, had to have happened yeah. to these people. I almost feel like when it's stories about people that have been adolescent since they were kids and it involves probing and things, it, it's almost like a way to deal with maybe some Abuse? kind of trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, your mind does like that whole separation Escape, thing. Escapism. Yep. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to just say it because people are very adamant that these things happen to Oh, them. absolutely. And I don't want to just like brush it off like, wow, they're all crazies. You know, because stranger things have happened. I mean, the last episode we did, there's some really crazy customs that people mm-hmm. engage in, you know, and we know that they're alive and they're doing those things. So it's hard to just dismiss everyone as being cuckoo. But on the other hand, it's like, if this is happening so frequently, especially nowadays, you're like, you know, there's no, I don't know, where's your camera? <laughs> you know, where's your... How many, like, baby monitors do we have in, in homes? Like, no one... Is catching any of this. Yeah. Or we're not paying attention to and, it. But I know that people are like, oh, the aliens just confiscated it. Or they make or that we're under, we're under some type of, like, hypnotic stage if it is happening. I just feel like, you know, there's got to be some kind of evidence out there that is undeniable if this is really what's taking place. Do you think aliens are going to have a better reveal than ghosts? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. They're going to make a comeback. I feel it. <laughs> I mean, because let's face it, both both the paranormal and aliens, if you want it, because that's what we pretty much do a lot of, both of those have things that are out there, but they are not hardcore proof. You know, it's we, we have not seen the ultimate sign saying, oh my gosh, it's been bullshit the whole time, or it's been real. But it's so crazy how even, like, our movies are getting more and more believable. Like, did you guys just see that movie that came out not too long ago? I can't remember what it's called. Contact or something like that. Yeah, it's basically... Old. No, yeah, yeah, it's not that one. It just came out recently, where, like, this woman goes and she meets the aliens and figures out their language. No. Well, now I have to watch that one too. So many movies drop. Yeah, I mean, I'll look it up in a second for you guys. But I just watched it. It was fairly new. It was maybe out in the theaters a couple of months ago. And the whole idea behind this is that you know alien ships come down all across the the world, and she's a linguist, so she studies like mm-hmm. every language, and she gets asked to go and try to communicate with these beings. So she goes and you know that particular <coughs> ship in the U.S. She gets to go and, you know, try to have these conversations with the aliens that are in it. 
And the aliens don't look anything like your typical aliens. They're very odd looking, um, which is not really believable. But the gravity thing that happens when they first come up into the ship is pretty incredible. And it's like a new thing that I hadn't mm. seen before. And the way that they communicate back and forth is through these... Um, it they almost look like circles, but they have different things that come out. So it's like an ink blot. So the alien will like press its weird. It's like an octopus. Yes, they almost look like big squid. Up to like the glass, and out shoots this ink that makes this form. And she starts to understand like what the different forms are. Like they basically put it through a computer program. So she, you started, know, so she shows right. the, she shows the word you know boy and points to a boy. And then the alien shoots this thing out. And then it's how they... Yeah. So it's really crazy, though, because it's so simplistic, but so sophisticated at the same time. Like, one symbol means a whole right. sentence. Whereas, you know, for us, we'd have to, like, use all these words to say the same thing. So if you guys get a chance to see it, watch it, because... Is it out, like, on DVD? And yeah, it's on, like, iTunes right now and, like, um, okay. you know, Voodoo. Like okay. the movie channel, um, a couple other things. I'll look it up for you guys in a sec. But I just feel like there's got to be something to that, you know? Because it it's like little bits and pieces of more and more information come out, and then you see something like that, and it's like, wow, that's actually kind of believable. But in the same sense, didn't we have an episode of where a lot of the technology came from um, was from sci-fi movies? Yeah. You know, if you thought if you could think it up and put it in a movie, yep. now we're finding out, well, shit, we're making that from that movie. That whole idea came from here and now our technology is catching up to stuff like that. I so know, like Star Trek was a big inspiration for like a lot of nerds who went on to yeah. invent a lot of tech I mean, stuff. so it's out there, but I mean cell phones. It's, like it's just another, you know, rabbit hole to reach your hand into and go, What's gonna come out of this? You know, are we going to be around? Are our kids, kids, grandkids, are they going to see this stuff? Is the government behind it all and going to slip up? You know, as far as I'm concerned, aliens are zipping around all over this planet and they're just saying, heh, let's blame it on the government. It's called Arrival. Oh, Arrival. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I have that. I, was, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's called Arrival. And it was like out. one word. Right. Contact was with Jody yes. Foster. Yeah. That was a long time Back ago. Back in the day. This has got... Um, I remember seeing that when it came out. I thought it was boring. But what year was that? Like yeah. Before? I was well, eight. what's the one with Charlie Sheen? This has got Jeremy Renner and Charlie Amy Sheen. Adams in it. Aliens with Charlie Sheen? Yeah, he goes down to Mexico and the big satellite dish. And he's, there's these weird people after him. And he finds, he sees one jumping. And his, the legs are back. It's, it's, uh, they call know. them hepapods. Hepapods? Because of the way that they... Walk? They walk and they move. Yeah. Different types of aliens. The next alien episode. Reptilians, oh, yeah. greys. And I think that's how we're going to have to tackle this subject. Yeah, like, gonna... There's so much, we're just going to have to take bits and pieces of and it. And break it down. It's yeah. crazy it took us this long to get to one. Yeah. Because we knew what a big big adventure could be. And I mean, we could probably even go even yep. further into all of this and just... This know. is a good tip of the iceberg, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Good little way to dive right in. If you've ever been abducted by aliens, please let us know. Yes. At Parababble. Or Parababble Podcast at Facebook. At, no. 
Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Twitter, whatever. We're out there. Social media. (laughs) If you have a weird implant that you want us to check out, send us a picture. I do have... You know, this is so funny. Not funny, but my buddy that I've known for, geez, 15, 20 years, and he probably won't ever listen to this podcast, but I won't say his name. He said when he was a little kid... um, we, we talked about this story because we always talk about aliens. He's a big, um, you know, he likes watching all the shows like I do. So he said he had a little scar when he was a kid in his back. And as he got older, the scar grew. And there's no explanation to it. He's gone to the doctors and he just figured the scar was growing. But the scar was like really small and now it's huge on him. I said, no. And they joked around it that he was, you know... He was abducted or something happened and he was probed and but I mean there's got there's there's cases out there. But here's the thing, we're not gonna be walking down and meeting someone at our new job and they go, Oh hey, guess what? Oh, I was probed. I mean they go, all right, you're fucking crazy, you're fired. You ain't even gonna be around or we don't hang around with that type of crowd. We don't roll with them because we don't fit into that scene. Just like a lot of times ghost hunting that we do and paranormal stuff. You pick and choose what crowd you roll with because you're not going to have, you're not going to have uh, people going, oh, really? Some of them will, but other people are like, you're full of shit. And there's always the full of shit thing. Yeah. So. So basically, we'll be back next time unless we get abducted by aliens? Uh, we'll be things, back anyway. Things have happened before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had chupacabra infestations. I mean, nothing rough. will stop us from keep going, I guess. Right. Even if we have to broadcast from the UFO space station. No, we'll we'll bring it live. Yep. yep. We'll do that. I'm down. Me too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Alright, this is Jeff. Gelson. Signing off.